0: All right, Ruthann, so before I get to the article that I want to talk about, which, by the way, is a truck driver that was recently acquitted of killing seven people on a motorcycle, uh, you're shaking your head yes, so you actually read that too. So good, then we're to talk about something in common. Um, I also read an article about, to me, what reminds me of what the general public thinks about the trucking industry. You're shaking your head yes, Okay, cool. And so that's really what I'd like to talk about today on Talk CDL. I'd like to talk about an article that I, I seen kind of get me dizzy with your head.
1: I was going to say, what does this shake mean?
0: <laughs> I, I mean? I don't know. I have no idea.
1: I'm tired. That's cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's time for you to crawl in the bunk, babe, and uh, get a little rest. So um, before we go ahead and get started on this ever peculiar topic of what the general public thinks about trucking, which is not good, by the way. No. We should go ahead and take a sponsor break, get that out of the way, let our sponsors be heard, and then let's get on with the show. What do you think? Dun, 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 dun. I was, you know what? We're like you on the same brainwave today.
1: That's because I'm tired. No, because I, and...
0: I was thinking there should be music right there. <laughs> we're, we're like the most unusual podcast. <laughs> I, out of every <laughs> podcast, I wonder, we should be called the Weird Trucking Podcast. What do you think? Hmm. Oh, can't get in my computer here. Uh, Ruthann, so who are we brought today by? DriveWise. DriveWise. And talk to me about DriveWise. DriveWise
1: is an application that helps you
0: bypass the scales. Exactly. Yep. And you know what's funny? Uh, again, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on, on one thing here today, but, you know, uh, we, we just got uh, more emails from people that they're picking up Driveways, which is awesome news. Um, if you want to bypass scales and you want to use an app base, and I'm told, this one company told me they have 50-some trucks. They just uh, got Driveways in their trucks instead of the competition, and it's like $10 a month cheaper. It's like 10 bucks a month or – I forget what it is, but it's like a lot cheaper for – them to use Drivewise than the other people. And it's app based, quick to grab and quick to go. And go to drivewise.com and uh, apply today. And actually, download the app, right? It's an app based. Mm-hmm. Download the app and start using it instantly. That's D R I V E W Y Z E.com. We're also brought to you by National Carriers. It's a, a mid sized fleet out of Texas. They have beautiful Kenworth T680s. They hire students, owner-operators, company drivers, team drivers, trainers. Um, They even have a cattle division, but they're mainly looking for reefer haulers. And if you call them at 888-311-7076, tell them TalkCDL sent you over there. Also, if you're looking for a local home everyday job and you have a Class A or a what, Ann? class Class B, B. class A or class B job, Carter Lumber. That's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and have a short form, fill it out. And you could be home every day in bed with your wife today. Let the kids jump on you every morning and scratch the dog's ear every day. Unlike when you're an over the road trucker, if you're looking to get off the road. Also Ruth and we're brought to you by Are you ready for this? Uh Camion's breakeven calculator with the high price of fuel. Camion couldn't have, it's almost like Camion knew this was going to happen. You couldn't come at a better time for a free, listen, free download to help you utilize and to make every penny count in your truck on your fuel and everything. Camion's breakeven calculator. That's K-A-M-I-O-N dot I O forward slash talk C D L N one last sponsor and they are called driving drivingtest.org driving org. Driving if you want guaranteed, if you want to guarantee that you'll pass your CDL, if you're looking to get a CDL and you want guarantees, go to driving dash org. Tell them talk CDL sent you. Ruth Ann. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready? You're always ready. Even when you're tired and yawning.
1: I am like, I, I'm i really, 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 really tired today.
0: Really? Really. Really?
1: I have no idea why.
0: Well, this article that I read, it's kind of a, I'll be honest with you, um, be, like I said, before we get to... What the general public the the topic of what does the public how they view us, <laughs> um, the view of a trucker? Yeah, the view of a trucker. Uh, the view well, not just truckers, but the trucking industry as a whole. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about this recent trial, and I remember when this happened. It was only like three years ago, okay, uh, when I was reading. Uh, it was on the news and i was reading it it was all over the major news it was in new hampshire a trucker come up over the crest of a hill you're on video yawning you know that uh, a trucker came up over the crest of a hill and boom he took out the truck you know killed seven motorcycle guys and i believe they were called the jarheads it's like mm-hmm. this you, so you have read it so what do, what do you what do you know about this
1: well i mean i just i haven't read the whole article through i know that's right. horrible of me but it has like I've it's everywhere. So I've read the captions continuously and, you know, some places kind of reword it just a little bit. But right. I just know that he I, I think it said that he took drugs that day.
0: Yeah. And we're going to get into that because, you know, it's funny, though. And I got to be honest with you. When I read at f- the first time that I heard about this, I'm like, that trucker screwed. You kill seven people, you're screwed, man. It's like, boom. But anyways, you know, after you read, when they... See, that's the thing about a trial. You know, um, let me say this. You ever... I'm just going to use an analogy. And I'm not saying what I think. I'm not... I'm, I give my opinion later, okay? But how easy is it to form an opinion when you only hear one side of the story? It's ex- Exceptionally easy. That's why you need to hear both sides. Exactly. And, and, and again, I'm not on anybody's side here. Um, because when you look at the evidence on both sides of on the offense and defense, you know, you, you can get doubt, okay, to what's going on. But there's a lot of strong stuff that points to, to me, one main area. But going back to what I was saying, you had a boyfriend in high school, right? And what happens when you break up with your boyfriend? You tell your girlfriend everything and how bad he was. Right. And, and all your friends are going that rotten asshole. And and, and they're all on your side. Right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's at his house telling his buddies what a rotten, you know, la, 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 that, you know, you were right. The girl was, mm-hmm. and so all his buddies are going at that, that's that tramp that, you know, whatever the case is, they're calling. So, and so one, one group is forming an opinion about the girl and, You know, it was her fault on the breakup and, and, and the, the other side, the girls are forming an opinion about the guy. Meanwhile, most of them never really want to hear the other side of the story because it's my friend can't be lying. Right. Exactly. Well, it's the same with this case. When I first heard it, I was like, this dude's screwed. Right. You know what? You know what the end result is on this case with this truck driver that killed his, his truck killed seven bikers. He was found not guilty yeah that's that's the and now you know only he knows and all you know himself and the lord knows um if, if it was his fault or not truly but he was found not guilty it says truck driver this is a, an article it says truck driver who took drugs uh the day of a new hampshire crash was acquitted of killing seven motorcyclists so now let me tell you something the drugs that this guy was found guilty of taking, I'm gonna read them in a second, but here it's gonna read a little bit of it. It says, a commercial truck driver who took drugs on the same day he was part of a grisly New Hampshire crash. And by the way, I want everybody to know on this podcast, I got a few things that I'm gonna be reading today that are very gory. I mean that. And it's almost like a disclaimer. I'm going to read it. Not that I really have to because it's our podcast, but I'm just letting the audience know there's some, you know, there's trucker families that listen and maybe somebody's got sensitive ears. So there's a couple things that I'm going to read today that are really kind of in detail of what witnesses seen. And so if you really don't like gory, bloody details, you probably want to turn this podcast off today. Just letting everybody know. So it says the driver... Okay, he was acquitted of killing seven motorcyclists. Driver Vladimir Zukovsky Zukavsky, told police at the time he caused the accident. Um, let's see. Driver Zukovsky told police at the time he caused the accident, but jurors in less than three hours found him not guilty of seven counts, each of manslaughter, negligent homicide, as well of one count of reckless conduct. Zukowski, 26, had been in jail since June 21st of 2019. They have a picture of this guy. And and look, whether you think he's guilty or not, they got a picture of him breaking down in tears because he probably was facing like almost the rest of his life in prison.
1: I would think that he would be.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're found guilty... And then, especially with the drugs that he had in him, right? You're most likely going up a river without a paddle. That's mm-hmm. just the truth. Mm-hmm. So Zukoski had been in jail since June of 2019, uh, since the crash where he continuously swerved back and forth, leading up to a head-on collision. The Massachusetts residents cried as the verdict was read and pointed towards the sky as he left the the Coos County courtroom. Our hearts go out to the victims and their families. Our trial team did an excellent job, and we firmly believe that the state proved its case beyond a reasonable doubt, New Hampshire Attorney General John Formella said at a statement. Um, "It's uh, it, And it's it, it goes on to say that they can't believe he didn't get anything. You know what I mean? He should have gotten something out of it. Another article that I pulled up, Ruthann, unbelievably describes this, um, uh, about ha- what happened in 2019. Uh, it's, they're actually a Marine motorcycle club. Um, hence jar heads, hence, hence the jar heads, obviously. And it says about Zukowski. um, it said multiple witnesses would testify that Zukowski, who said he was Reaching down to get a drink before the crash was seen going over the center line. So now he, it sounds like he admitted he was reaching down to get a drink, get a drink. Uh, it said, uh, uh, Zukoski knew how dangerous heroin was because on, on May 5th that year, he had overdosed on the drug while on a fishing trip. And then police revived him Do you Remember the movie, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when, was it Uma Thurman mm-hmm. that, um, overdosed and then, you know, uh, John Travolta brought her to the drug dealer's house and it was kind of a comical scene. They're going back and forth screaming at each other. And finally they, they draw like a circle on her chest and they take a big giant, um, uh, ad- is it adrenaline or something? And they, they have to thrust it through her chest and, um, uh, boom. And she just sits up and the, and the needle's still sitting in her chest. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's pretty much a real thing, you know, not that I'm a heroin expert. Um, it, th- Anyways, it said he was on cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl that day. It said he took it that morning, and it, and it also noted that police noted after the accident that he didn't seem impaired, I guess. So, but what happened was, this is how the defense turned it around. They accused... Um, Albert Woody Mazza, who was killed, one of the motorcycle guys, of being drunk. So there was a couple motorcycle guys that were killed that day that were also impaired. So it's kind of like, see, this is where you start going, okay, well, you know, now we've got real hardcore evidence that both of them, you know, were on something that day. And I want you to know something. Also, this Zukowski was arrested two months prior for a DUI. So this dude literally... Um, he's not going to, I don't know that anybody's going to hire him, you know, when they see what, you know what I mean? Whether he was found innocent or not, I don't see many people hiring the guy. Um, but the, uh, the dude was arrested two months prior for a DUI. He admitted that he was on heroin, fentanyl and cocaine that day of the accident, a fishing trip prior. He overdosed on heroin and they have to do the Uma Thurman thing on him, I guess. I'm not sure if that's how they did it, but it said they gave him a reversal drug. So any thoughts so far?
1: I, I'm still trying to figure out how he can survive just taking those three types of drugs at one like in one day. I mean, I don't I'm not a druggie, so I don't know this stuff, but heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl, all in one I mean I heard of the zoomies. I mean, I'd be like zooming. I couldn't, if I'd be alive, I would be dead. I would think, I think my heart would have exploded.
0: I'm bad if I stay up for two days and drink lots of coffee. I'm like buzzing. I don't, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what hardcore drugs are like, but you know, when you think about it, um, not only is this guy doing this stuff, but he's driving a tractor trailer. Yeah. Okay. And look, I'm not accusing the guy of, of it, but. You know, if you already admitted you were on that drug that day, mm-hmm. and there you are driving a semi truck, and witnesses, witness accounts there, he's swerving all. See, what I don't understand is the only thing that, to me, the only thing, I guess, when you're at a trial, all you have to do, all you have to do is create doubt.
1: That's what they say. Just that all you have to do is create any kind of a doubt, and they can't unanimously. Unanimous, unanimously
0: unanimously yeah all you had to do and so once they proved if you can prove that you know the motorcycle guys had alcohol in them now you've created doubt in the jurors mind and if you have a lot of money and a good lawyer this is i mean i'm just saying because in the eyes of the public witness accounts this guy's swerving he said he was reaching for something he admits to being on heroin fentanyl and cocaine that morning Mm -hmm. you know but but doesn't think he was impaired. All this stuff is playing in an account and yet he's found not guilty. How great to be honest with you. I can see where the, you know, when, when all of a sudden you go, okay, well they had alcohol in them. Right. Um, I could see people having doubt. I can see that. Can you see that?
1: Well, yeah. And two wrongs don't generally make a right here either. Right. You know,
0: it's almost like a perfect storm. You had a, a couple guys that were like crossed the legal limit Uh, of uh, on the alcohol side, you got a guy that's doped up and that's really doesn't have a good track record. You know, he's got a DUI too. In fact, you know what? There's an article that says, it says he should have actually lost his license. He should have been suspended, but because of back, back, um, um, backlogs of processing yeah, thank you. and stuff B- backlog backlogs of getting things done that they, they never got to the point where they actually suspended the guy's license which he would have never been there unless he would have been driving with a suspended license so you know there's a lot of it's almost like i said it's almost like the perfect storm and then if you looked at the road because i remember seeing the pictures that day and the video he just come up over a crest and that's where it all happened And what a, it's just horrible, horrible, horrible day. Now listen to this. It says witnesses. The first witnesses who testified were drivers who approached the crash scene. Now this is the gory stuff. Okay. It said uh, they approached the crash scene from both directions. People that were coming from behind the big rig. People were coming from behind the bike. It said they described seeing dead bodies including one under a wheel of a flatbed trailer towed by the truck, as well as debris from the motorcycle and the truck on fire. Uh, he said, you see images on movies like Saving Private Ryan and Annie Barron, a nurse who was a passenger in a car behind the truck and got out to see if she could help anyone That's what you saw, like limbs scattered around. She said she stayed with a badly injured man and helped perform CPR when he stopped breathing but was unable to revive him. Her husband testified he saw the truck go over the line at times once shortly before the collision he said he had slowed down at a at one point because he did not feel the trucker was driving safely the vehicles then approached the hill P, p p workowski said he wasn't able to see the moment of impact. The thing that was immediately visible to me was a number of motorcycles who were trying to dump their bikes and get out of the way, he said, meaning to lay the, the you know, they were trying to basically power slide and lay the bikes down. I think it was a case of not feeling like there was anywhere to go. You know, the bikes were just scattering trying to get out of the way. Um, so, you know, it goes on to name, you know, the victims and everything. But to me, Again, this is just my opinion. I, I don't see how he could have been found innocent. I, I don't see how he could have been found, you know, acquitted of all that unless, of course, the jury and the defense, you know, really put the blame back on Maza, which is what, they, what he was doing. They were trying to put the blame back on him. And, you know, just almost like, you know how a rape victim
1: becomes the, because she wore something too sexy. She was the one that was asking for it. Then. Yeah, a good but, defense lawyer does that. But here's what I don't understand. That was only one. There was there were seven people involved in that. Yeah. I mean, there were seven people that died. How many were actually there? Like, how many motorcycles? Not every single one of them died. There was other ones that were involved in it,
0: right? Yeah, there was other ones injured. Right. But there was, I think they said the two leaders on the bike gang were also found with, um, you know, Uh, over the limit on alcohol in their, in their blood system. So that, you know, they did when they did autopsies on the bikers, this is how they found out that, you know, these guys were also impaired. So you can't deny that part of it. You know what I mean? Because at the time, if, if they wouldn't have kept this trucker in jail for almost three years, if they really didn't think this guy was a flight risk and he was guilty, I think he was Russian or something. So I don't know, because there's something, there's also another article on the, of, of, of the, the deportation, the people that deport you. So there was also an article on that where they were also looking into deporting him or was he legal? I don't know. I, and again, I'm just, I'm just saying there was a couple things going on with this guy. So he's been kept in jail. So obviously somebody thought he, they had to have thought he was guilty for the last three years or, you know, they would have at least left him out with bail or something.
1: Well, that, or the fact that they're concerned about other safety issues. Um, because of the fact that, you know, maybe because he, you know, the, he, the, the heinous action that happened, you know, because of how bad the accident was, that it was just better for them to keep him in there. And, you know, maybe the lawyer was one that says, listen, I'm going to keep you, let you in there, stay in there. You'll get yourself clean. But on top of that, it will give us the opportunity to show how bad things were, prior to this on the other side, meaning maybe they, did they say that they found um, video of the drivers, the motorcycle gang coming through towns or anything like that being erratic in their driving to help, you know, I don't know, I didn't, to to not get anything is just kind of odd. So exactly, you know,
0: so, you know, and, and, and you know what, this is, I I believe this kind of will just fade away now. Once you're found not guilty, if you're smart, you stay out of the public's eye. You know, if it was me, I'm just saying, if it was me and I was in, in a country and I was maybe, I don't know if he was a citizen or not, because it, it talked about, again, about uh, Deportation. Yeah, something. I, You know, I should look to see where it's at. Maybe I will zip over to it real quick. So um, what I would do, if I was here and there was a possible, um, uh, let me see if it says it right here. Um, no, so it must be on the other one uh, there. If there was a possibility, you know, of, yeah, I don't, I don't see where it's at. There was a safety approved. Condu- yeah. I'm not sure. I, either way I would leave if it was me. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying the guy should or has to, I'm just saying if, you know, cause you're going to have a lot of people. Especially if you stay in that area.
1: Yeah, you have family members that are nearby. I mean, yeah. he might not have gotten anything from that particular side of it from the state, but individuals from the family will probably try and sue him and so forth, civil.
0: Yeah, I, I would, I'd move at least west, at, at, you know, at the least I'd get out of that New England area just because of, you know, there's, but then again, who knows, you know, the uh, you know, bottom line is it's a sad story, it's a gory story, and you know, let's be honest. Um, this is what happens when you're impaired on the road. And I'm gonna just my message to any truck drivers out there right now is uh, if you're if you're on the road and you have anything in you illegal drugs, alcohol, anything, um, you need to get off the road and get off the road now. There's no place out there, especially with eighty thousand pounds going down the road. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. So, this this deal with this deal with um, the industry, the way the public views the the truck driver. To be, I'll be honest with you, people I've met when I was a truck driver. I don't care who you meet. You meet you meet somebody you're talking to them, and you and you mention that you're a truck driver. People give you a look.
1: Some of them give you really like the oh
0: you're one of them yeah you're oh you're you're a guy you don't shower for weeks on end yeah you. you're one of <laughs> you're the guy that you're one of the guys that's cutting me off all the time yeah. you're you're dangerous you're a truck driver I'm am I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you they you don't look uh, like a trucker and they here's the other thing they they associate truckers with crime mm-hmm. and and you know most truck drivers you know people that we know honestly that we communicate with like Kelly and those guys and you know. Kelly McCullough, Kelly Mack, all these people, respected truckers. Right. You know what I mean? They're good. They're they're clean. Um, you know, I mean, as far as hygiene's go, but uh, you know, they have morals, they have standards. These most are, truckers do. Most truck drivers, see, this is the this you know that old saying, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. There yeah. was, even Michael Jackson had a song. One bad apple spoils a whole bunch. Of people, you know? But, no, I don't know. Yeah, you do. But anyways. No, I don't. Yeah, well, it's, it, was a, it was an old song. And what I'm getting at is, it's so true. You know, if I guess a one apple in a, in a barrel that's rotted will affect other apples. Yeah, potatoes are the same way. Potatoes are horrible. You get one <laughs> rotten potato, man, it's like, oh my gosh. But the bottom line is, you know, you get a couple truck drivers that cut people off. You get, like, look at Walmart. Look at the Walmart parking lots. Um, truck drivers screwed themselves out of being able to park in most Walmart tr- parking spots or parking lots, even at the bottom where nobody's you bothering anybody. Because I mean, I've I've witnessed it. You've witnessed it. Oil pans, change, change changing your freaking oil in 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 the Walmart parking lot, and then leaving oil there for them to throw away and have to get rid of. You know, you're an idiot. Okay, you know, all the piss bottles and the, you know, the the Walmarts were starting to smell like truck stops. We all know what a truck stop smells like when you when you when you back your rig in and you get out and you're walking down the aisle. okay, or you're heading into the to the uh, into the building. you, You smell piss everywhere. okay, and it's not every trucker. It's not every trucker that that cuts people off. It's a small. It's a very small amount of people, but it's enough to where the general public does not have respect for trucking.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's funny is when they say that you know crime usually comes with truckers. Generally, honestly, it's usually the the other people that are committing the crime against a trucker. Truckers generally don't go out. You know, trying to rob someone or trying to do certain things. But yeah, there are some. There, oh yeah, there is. There yeah. there are some. I mean, you know, the guy that decides to trying to rob a bank and he's stealing the bo- with the with the bobtail trying to get away. I mean, there are the ones that. And that's a dumb trucker. Well, you know, and and most truckers, anybody that wants to do something like that is going to be considered dumb. But
0: the getaway semi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, there is those. You know that that you know create or not create, but but commit. A heinous act by, you know, either it being human trafficking or it being robbery or it being murder or torture or whatever. Yes, you do have those drivers. But most of the time, it's the drivers in his bunk getting woken up and, you know, the guy that, that, that got beat, and, you know, there because someone broke into his, his his tractor. Those happen. And it happens more against a driver. I mean, just when you're a
0: you, driver. You're saying there are a lot of times truckers are victims. yes. Right. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. All Truckers I know. are more victims than they yeah. are the trucker com- committing something,
0: right. you know? But you see, and here's the thing. I also, I've, I've worked with different trucking companies over the years in different, in different divisions. And unbelievably, you look at the industry as a whole, there's a lot of good drivers. I mean, there's a lot of respectful drivers out there and, but then there's, there's a portion of them, honestly, that most companies won't hire, mm-hmm. and and these are these are the same drivers that the the truckers don't really want to even say hey they're they're part of us
1: yeah they don't want to it's it's the black sheep
0: yeah, people they, don't want any association with them you know the guy going down the interstate with his foot up on the dash you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know the the guy that 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 um, is seen at the truck stop that gets out and and uh, he, he's too freaking lazy to walk in up to the garbage bin and get rid of his garbage. He just dumps it out the window. I know, right? You know what I mean? The guy, you know, we did an article on trucker bombs, which is um, bottles of piss, okay, the truckers use. They found in one year over 16,000 documented piss bottles in just the state of the Washington. It was like 16 to 22,000 filled piss bottles on the side of interstates that they found when, they, you know, with cleanup crews, and they actually had estimated this amount in one state. Yeah. Pretty disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's like Guys, it's really not that hard to just dump it out, you know. Du- in fact, if you really want to be clean, dump it in a toilet when you get to a truck stop, you know. Take your time. Keep your keep your industry clean. Keep your part of the industry clean. Some of these guys are really, honestly, they make a lot of these guys look bad. Now, this is, the reason I started thinking about this because of this article i seen in CDL Life. It's about a loves truck stop. You read it too, didn't you? It's about a loves truck stop that said, we're not going to build our truck stop in Montana. And it was really because of the outcry from the locals that lived there. You know, they, because, and, and what's funny is I start reading this. And the first thing I see is there's a picture. This started in 2017. They were going to build this, this truck stop in, uh, let me see. I forget the name of the little town. Um, but Ramsey, Ramsey, R-A-M-S-A-Y Ramsey, Montana. It's a little community off the interstate, I guess. And truckers were complaining that they didn't have a clean place to pull into in that area. So Love's was like, okay, we'll build a truck stop with 111 uh, parking spaces. And we'll hire locals. We'll give jobs out. It'll be a good thing. And truckers can come and be able to pull in there, get fuel, get food, and sleep for the night, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I start looking at this article, and there's this little girl... And if honestly, I'm really bad with ages, I would say maybe 10, 8, 12. I don't know. I wouldn't want to insult the little kid, but she's holding up a sign that says, my safety is more important than your truck stop. It's like, okay, the truckers are coming. Oh my gosh. The truck, hide, hide. The truckers are going to be, we're, we're in trouble. Oh my gosh. It's like zombie apocalypse in (laughs) semi-trucks. So here's what it says. It says, Love's Travel Stops announced this week that the company will not move forward with the plans to build a truck stop near Ramsey, Montana after years of staunch resistance from a group of residents. Staunch resistance to this. It says, on Monday, Love's issued a statement on the Proposed truck stop along I-90 near Ramsey, a tiny community of a of, of about 40 homes. So it's like a little patch, right? It said, for business reasons, we will no longer pressure a travel uh, stop in Ramsey, or pursue, rather not pressure, pursue a travel stop. Uh, stop in Ramsey at this time and we'll shift our focus to other projects that support our plans the company said we are thoughtful about where we choose to locate our loves travel stops professional truck drivers identified the location along Interstate 90 as an underserved part of Montana for safe clean and well maintained places to stop as they deliver essential goods okay you with me it says Love's um, announced plans to build the truck stop in early 2017. Uh, since that time, the Ramsey community fought back, contending that the truck stop would bring crime. This is this is what I'm getting at. This is what a bunch of people are going. Who's coming to town? Truckers? Oh my gosh! Please build a prison here, <laughs> but don't build a truck stop. You no. know, let's build it like a maximum prison, but not truck stops. Please, please, please. No. A tiger sanctuary, maybe, but, <laughs> but, but not a truck stop. These truckers are killers. So it says um, they, they contended that the truck stop would bring crime, pollution, increased traffic and noise to the town. In July of 22, Loves received zoning approval to, to build the truck stop leading residents to appeal the board's approval in a district court in Butte. The appeal was still pending when loves announced that they would not move forward with the Ramsey trucks up. So here's, this is the eyes of the, of the community of Ramsey R-A-M-S-A-Y Montana. Truckers are going to bring crime, which if you go on the internet, you you can see some fights. I mean, it's very small. I don't see the crime coming with the trucks up Now, if 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 lot lizards came to work, you know there that's you know one of the signs of the times pollution. Um, well, what they're get, I guess they're thinking truckers idling with their diesels, you know what I mean, and the noise. So they're figuring, well, we're gonna hear trucks running all night, we're gonna hear them pulling in, it's gonna be a, a, just a mess. But it said they were right off the interstate, so didn't they have a, didn't they have interstate noise to begin with? Probably not a lot I mean, it's Montana. That's true. T- that's true, too. And so, therefore, it shouldn't be a lot of people. You know, it was 111 stops. Um, it, and pollution, you know, pollution inc- and increased traffic. Now, Love's response was, yeah, but we're going to be giving you jobs. You know what I mean? Who we're, cares? Right. Like I said, oh, my gosh, not the truckers, not the trucking industry. Please give us something else, like a tiger sanctuary. You know, something safer. How about a maximum security prison? You know, maybe we'll get an escape murderer every now and then, but not one of them truckers. Oh, my gosh. Not, I even seen a video where, where there were, the one woman was crying. She's like, what a blessing. We won. We won. That
1: one, and after that, the next one says, gosh, duh. Oh, wait, how did how'd they say it? Um, oh, it was. Oh, golly. That's right.
0: Oh, golly golly (laughs) i mean first question i got is who uses the word golly oh golly (laughs) that word's obsolete no i'm just kidding but seriously you know it's like this is the general public's view of the trucking industry it's not a joke they think that the and and don't get me wrong we have our share of scumbags in trucking we do it's it's a fact we have our share of dirt bags that are in trucking but the bottom line is the bottom line is (laughs) The the bottom line is, okay, it ain't that bad that you got to fear for your lives. I mean, I do understand, you know, the noise, maybe, you know, maybe the pollution. I can understand some
1: of that, but I mean, you're already off the interstate. You're already getting a lot of that to begin with. I mean, yeah. if they pick that area, it could also be because of the fact that it's like nothing on anywhere, like so far that they were looking at the safety of a driver being able to pull over and get a, um, some sleep because there's nothing nearby. And, you know, they're thinking, okay, well, they've, they need to be able to pull off and get rest and they're not getting it anyway.
0: So bottom line, guys and gals, truck drivers, you, you are evil. You're evil. <laughs> and, they <know. laughs> and, they, and they know they're not evil. Um, you know what the bottom line is? Our, our power just went out on our gimbal. It went. Um, Yeah. Um, But the bottom line is, um, let's, you know, let's do our part. For you guys that dump your piss, seriously, you you pull into a truck stop and you leave four or five bottles sitting on the curb, you're a pig. You guys that just open your window and dump your garbage out, honestly, people know that you're a pig. And maybe you don't care. But you know what? If you brag to your kids at home, that you're a truck driver and you're helping the industry, that makes you a two-face. It makes you a hypocrite. If you're bragging at home how great you are in the industry, how good of a driver you are when you call in for a job, but yet on the other side of the coin, you literally are pissing and shitting up to your, your, your part of the trucking industry, you're, you're a two-faced. So I would tell you, you don't have to be this way. You know, at one time we've all done things wrong. You know, turn turn this stuff around, guys. Help. Like, what would the long haul bandits do? They, you know, in order to join, if you guys, I've not even talked about the long haul bandits in a long time. In order to join the long haul bandits, you have to be filmed cleaning up truck stops. You have to be filmed getting out and picking up. The crap that nobody else wants to pick up and, 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 and being part of the good part of the industry or else you can't join the long haul bandits. Mm -hmm. That's their stigma that, or that's their, their level that they want you on.
1: They want to bring it back to how good truck driving was and, and what kind of reputation they had years ago.
0: Yeah. So guys and gals, you know what? Honestly, do yourself a favor, get, get, join us in trying to help the industry get a CB OK, I mean, there's nothing wrong with pissing in a bottle, but but pour it out in a toilet instead of on the parking lot. You know, And there are many I,
1: ways you can get rid of it.
0: Look, I'm not going to say you shouldn't ever piss between your tires because I've done it. And there's times where you can't hold it. You got to get out and go. I get that. But you know what? Pour some damn water over it, you know, dilute it a little bit. So it's not going to be a strong piss smell. Bottom line, guys, clean up your industry. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that are that are they're shaking their head. Yeah, damn it. You know, because I know a lot of guys that got a lot of respect. Ruthann, time to move on. That's my podcast for the day. Do you have the word of the day? I do. Get it over with, please, because I got to hold this gimbal up.
1: Get it over look, with. Listen well, to him. Get no, it over
0: with, please. Well, I'm just saying, look, look at how professional we look. I've The gimbal went out and the it's filming us on one angle of me holding up the camera. And so, well, go ahead. What do you got? What's the word of the day? Efficacy? Efficacy. 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 If uh, you tell me, no, go ahead. What is it? The ability
1: to produce a desired or intended result. The ability to produce? A desired or intended result. So the result. ability to follow through. Basically. To produce a desired or intended result. Yeah, yeah. the ability to do it.
0: And, and I'm, I'm i'm not if ifica, ifica poop what was it efficacy ifica? <laughs> efficacy I'm, I'm, I'm not an efficacy I'm not an ica I'm not an if because I never finish a project
1: well here's the thing <laughs> you could look at it in many ways yeah. you know like you know how when you like an instigator I'm you an know?
0: In, i am an instigator
1: so if they're able to Follow through, like if, if you instigated for something to happen and mm-hmm. you're able to have that produce a final result because of it, mm-hmm. then you efficacated.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an efficiser. Okay. <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. Anyways, that was from I'm just stuck on iffica, sir. I, I, I got my own vocabulary. So that literally is the podcast, Ruth Ann, and that was Word Genius that we get our words from mm-hmm. every day. So if you guys want to be smarter, like us, we're so much smarter now. Now we're efficating. Okay. <laughs> you guys go to work defecating. <laughs> no, don't. You guys go to Word Genius and uh, get the word. You know, sign up for it or wherever you do. It's free. Anyways, Ruth, then we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.